in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime Adam Carolla, here to co-host Anime Loveline. Welcome to the show. Is that a real thing? It was back in like 96, I think. It was in LA. Oh, it was a radio host. Yeah, Adam Carolla used to be on like uh, K-Rock and stuff before. You want to know why that's in my recent memory? We're tangenting real fast. Uh But... (laughs) It's oh, shocking. On this podcast? <laughs> what? With me talking? I watched The Masked Singer with my parents. Uh-huh. And I'm there sorry. was one person that they guessed was Adam Carolla. It was not, but <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh yeah, him. <laughs> I feel like you could easily identify Adam Carolla as the masked singer, because he sounds like a Yago from the movie Aladdin. You mean Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey? Godfrey? Yeah, I know. His voice is just very great. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Did you know that he has a name and it's well, not just Iago from I Aladdin? Fi- I figured more people would know Iago. I'm Maybe. sorry. He was the he was the principal from Problem Child. Is that a well, deep enough half-lap duck name. until he made some bad jokes about Japan? <laughs> oh, which yeah. is where we're talking about today. <laughs> back Bring on it back track. on topic. Bring it back. <laughs> uh, so, what do we have going on? Uh, well, today, uh, the day that the podcast comes out, is February 10th, which is the Valentine's Day episode, I guess. Oh, Ooh, this makes more sense enough. now. Yep. So I decided to watch uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Oh, boy. Which, Ooh, love a good uh, war. Paul, yeah, Paul told me about it, and he said that He's he's hasn't watched it, but he's heard good things. Okay, yeah. And he told me the plot. Like I know the plot very vaguely, mm-hmm. and I think it sounds fun. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just imagining like Mr. And Mrs. Smith vibes, <laughs> <laughs> just armed combat, but romance. <laughs> mm. Maybe that'd be fun. <laughs> I haven't done a a bullshit prediction in a while. You haven't. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's yours. This is my prediction. It's an anime adaptation of uh, the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie. May their marriage rest in peace. God, mm-hmm. like you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, hey, remember this 2002 movie? What if we just redid it as an anime 20 years later? Like someone's probably tried that pitch with all the oh, bonker shit. Probably. Oh. There's. There's so many anime and so many just weird premises, it has to line up with a lot of movies. Yeah. God, what if we... Here's a fun game for our listeners. Find an anime and find an old movie from the early 2000s that have a very similar plot (laughs) and share it with us on Twitter. Ooh. Ooh, We look forward to your responses. Hmm. (laughs) All no one who's going to do this. (laughs) Thanks, friends. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of talk about this. It's newer, right? Like, it came out yeah. last year, I think? Yeah, I was looking at the dates. It ended, I think, in March of 2019. Okay, yeah, so we're we're pretty fresh. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I kind of got a basic idea what the premise is, and then I've just seen memes spiral out of it, mostly of just the one character who isn't the main character, which has me a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the side character is the best part of the show. It's like, oh, that's not great. <laughs> so I mean, we've we've enjoyed shows where the side character is the best character because we know uh, Chopper's doctrine. I couldn't tell you anything else about those main Yeah. <laughs> but what about Brooke? He's the sad oh, piano yeah. skeleton. He was exactly point made. I love. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best character I've ever seen in anything, and I love him. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I tend to have like strong feelings for like the side character for like we you know our My Hero Academia episode of like oh there's this random dude in the back with a dragon head. What's going on here? Don't worry, he's a background I love character. Him. It's like no, but I like what's going on with him. I want to know. He's my new dad. There's one dude. Spin with- off. Spin off. Spin <laughs> off. Spin off. <laughs> There's one dude with just like a Lego brick for a head in that shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm interested to see what all the hubbub's about, about this uh, pink-haired uh, anime girl with a bow. See a lot of memes of her dancing. Neat. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, shall we find out for ourselves? Yeah, we're going to watch the first three episodes. <laughs> Dig into the trenches with our affection? My love guns. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Mister, spare some plot. Spare some plot, please. I'm so hungry for some plot. Please, please, sir. You could have plot. You could have given me a thousand guesses. I wouldn't have expected that to be our turning line. I was not expecting Oliver Twist. But that's the fun. It's unexpected. It's unexpected. No one sees it. Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's Death Note, but with people who are in love with each other. So it's just Death Note. <laughs> yes, just uh, kissing Death Note. Yeah. Mm. Except no kissing occurs. Nope. They refuse. Kiss the baby. That's inappropriate. <laughs> That's sinful. Crude. Scandalous. Not in my anime. <sighs> okay. I'll say right off the bat, this, sh- this show goes l- real fast, does a lot of talking, and there's like a narrator who talks fast for all the time, and it's just like, our notes are going to be condensed. Just- the show goes hard. Yeah, 90% of the show takes place in the thought processes of uh, two incels. <laughs> 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 oh, God. One note's great and fun to enjoy. Overthinking everything. Let's make an anime about it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, this is what high school is. So, I, yeah, like, I was yeah. gonna... I mean, I want to talk about it later when I defend this. <laughs> so I'll talk about it later when I defend it a little bit. I feel like just as anxious people, like, maybe this hit too close. At least for me, this hit yeah. a little too close at times. So I'm like, just stop thinking. Just fucking do this thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Episode one. It starts with a guy confessing his feelings to a girl. And then we get a quick narrator talking about, like, oh, love, and you confess your feelings, and you get married. But no! Even in the most romantic high school sweetheart relationship, there's always a power dynamic. 
and anyone who falls in love and confesses their feelings first is the loser. So just like establishing like, hey, toxic relationship right off the bat. <laughs> Not everything's is a competition. The, this is the a whipped noise the anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we get the opening sequence. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of like a James Bond opening sequence yeah. and like with like a fits in the tantrum like Ruby. music to it. Like I, I found myself watching it every episode. I was like, yeah, this ain't bad. I'm getting into this, like, with each each time I watched it a little more. Yeah, yeah this opening credit sequence is what I wanted this show to be, and it did not deliver <laughs> <laughs> we, it, We've watched enough anime to know you cannot trust the opening or ending sequence to tell you anything about the show. <laughs> I oh, know. <laughs> uh, so then we open up on a school. And it's a very lavish, rich kid school for all the high, upper-class elites. Oran Academy. Basically, a real (laughs) Oran vibes, but, like, much less colorful, which was disappointing. Uh, (laughs) Guillotine fodder the academy. (laughs) Ah, yes. Eat the rich. Bourgeoisie. God, we should make a bingo card for our show, and that's probably the free square. I feel like we say so. Eat the rich. (laughs) And then we get uh, just, you know, we're seeing students walk around. And then we see the student council members walking up. And everyone's just going nuts. You know what? I think overpowered, I don't know if it made it onto our final bingo card, but overpowered student council, like, we haven't had one of these in a long time. In, in a good while. Uh, I actually, yeah. I mocked up, like, a 5 by 5 bingo card because I added overpowered student council on there. And I used it mm-hmm. for this show. So, oh, you could burn a hole in that one. <laughs> yeah. It's just the whole, sh- like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and we get uh, Kaguya, who is the main character, because her name's in the title. And she is just obscenely rich. Like, it's go- like f- episode one and two both go into, like, a good, like, minute-long description of, like, here's her family. They have trillions of yen, which is still, like, a trillion dollars? It was, like, a hundred trillion. And uh, she's the vice president of the student council. And then we get Miyuki, who is the president of the student council. And he's kind of rich? He's rich-ish? Enough to go to the school, but then he's just, like, super uh, academic. I don't know. I didn't get his stick. Yeah, he uh, he is in the school because he has, like, perfect test scores. Uh, so he is, like, the smartest kid in the school. Not the richest, so he didn't have to buy his way in. He's, like... He earned uh, it. He's the scholarship kid, basically. Hey, gotcha. that's like Haruhi from Oran High School Host Club. Oh. <laughs> the comparisons. The Venn diagrams small, turning into a circle. Except that Oran High School Host Club is better. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly less toxic relationship. <laughs> Considering hey. one's about a host club. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. Overpowered student council. They're treated like gods. Like, if someone threw themselves on the ground just to be stepped on by them, I'd, it wouldn't be out of the norm for this show. And apparently, they're, uh, as they walk into the student council room, they shut the doors. And Kagi, Kagi says, like, oh, apparently there's a rumor going around about us dating. <laughs> Isn't that novel? Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> if we dated, that's silly. That's so stupid. Oh, we wouldn't what a do that. Quaint concept, Dottie. <laughs> Unless. 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 
We can't just spill everything. <laughs> we have to stop. Hey, it works for my podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're like joking about like, oh, there's this rumor that we're dating. It's like, oh, that's silly. We would never do that. It's like, yeah. Uh, and they think <laughs> cooties. Am I right? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> And we get, like, insights, like, inside their heads saying, like, ah, oh, I'm better than that. I would never date them. But, like, maybe if they asked me, maybe if they pleaded for me to go out with them, maybe I'll consider it. Eh, it's only natural. If we spend enough time together, we'll naturally fall in love. You know how high schoolers think. So, and then it immediately goes, like, all right, half a year later, nothing happens. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. They didn't make us watch any of that, though. Okay, but it's just, like... It's just like I mean, I assume it would have gone about the same if we watched if they didn't have that like flash forward. <laughs> it would have been the same show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it added because I feel like they just wanted to say like now these characters have some history together, but we don't feel like showing it. And now he, they're already at like another level of their relationship, <laughs> flirting like constantly with each other. And they just Let's want not to show skip. the first six months where they're cold and distant. Let's flash forward six months where they're cold and distant. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, so yeah, six months later, nothing of note happens. They start thinking about how to get each other to confess to them. So, like, the opening, whoever confesses their love first is the loser. And then they're in a relationship with a loser, I guess. it's I don't get this. <laughs> Just, like, a, immediately a competition of, like, who can confess to each other first and why that's such an important thing. Yeah, it's sort of the power of who's giving in, who's who's weaker, who's the weaker-willed person uh, to let their emotions get the better of them because they're so cold and calculating and brilliant and geniuses. Yeah, it's... This is too high class for me. I, I don't fundamentally understand it as a poor peasant beggar. Uh, uh, the the <laughs> straights are at it again. This is this is just the straights are at it again. The anime. The anime. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, oh, and meanwhile, Chica. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's Chica. Chica. Meanwhile, Chica. You know, from there. Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's the student council secretary. She's also there. That's about as much character she has. Um, and she's she's the fun one. She's the fun one. She's she's the fun wine aunt, and uh, she's there in the council room saying like, "Oh, hey guys, I got these tickets to uh, this movie, uh, but my parents don't like me going to these types of movies. They're sinful. So uh, oh. I'm offering them to you guys if you want to go to this movie." And uh, when they're looking at the tickets, they're like, oh, this movie? It's a romantic movie. It's said that if a man and a woman go to this movie together, they're destined to be a couple. It's like, ooh. It's marriage story. (laughs) 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 Just a collective from the world. Uh, So there's uh, Miyuki's like, oh, well, yeah, free movie. You know, I ain't super rich. I'll take a free movie pass. And it's like, well, I got a free weekend, Kaguya, if you want to... And then Chica, like, bumps, uh, butts in saying that, like, if a man and woman go, they're destined to be a couple, like, interrupting them. Uh, so because he already started asking Kaguya, and then Chica says that, <laughs> Kaguya gets all very smug and coy. And it's like, oh, you want to go to this movie and become a couple? Is this your way of asking me out? Oh, are you playing your hand? You dumb fool. You fell right into my love trap. You big loser idiot. You like me. I'm going to write your name in the love <laughs> Get note. fucked, nerd. You <laughs> like me. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I would have really enjoyed the show if it was, like, 
poor, dumber kids doing that were just like, Ellie is fucking idiot, he's so in love with me. <laughs> Versus the aristocratic high class of like, mmm, you played your hand, you fool. Like, I would have enjoyed it like a yeah. dumb punk I rock kid. I get what kid. you're saying. Because <laughs> like, be they build this as an anime, but I feel like a lot of the like more comedic elements of these like situations don't come in until... Uh, like the second or third episode. Yeah. Because this first one, it just felt like, ah, a game of chess. Uh, yeah. We are, we yeah. are battling our minds. This might as well be a debate club video. <laughs> but yeah, if someone was just like, hey, you fucking got a crush on me, you dumb piece of shit, I would love it. Reminds me of like Phil and Lil's parents from Rugrats. You're like, oh, I love them. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, she, Kagi is very smug about it. Of like, oh, you idiot. You've like already like stuck your foot in your mouth by already asking me out. And he's like, no, I don't believe that rumor's true. So do you want to go to the movies? It's like, wow, what a what a defense by just denying the rumor. Like, what a, what a power play. It's only a rumor. I don't know. I don't know. He's like, do you want to go to the movies with me? Instead of like asking her out now, he's giving her the choice. And mm-hmm. like we said, they spend like a good like four minutes discussing the dynamics of him giving her the choice. And now she has to, it's we can <laughs> skip it. Um, so she starts rambling in her head, talking about all the different variables and all the factors and how she set all of this up, how she bought the movie tickets, put them in, a room, <laughs> gave them to Chica and then like knew that her parents weren't going to let her see the movie. Um so it's like she's set all of this up and now it's being blown back in her face and now she has to play her hand about asking to go with him. And uh, so she uh, she says she also doesn't believe in the rumors that you become a couple after seeing it. But she would like him to, if he's going to ask her out, she would like him to be more passionate about it. Which, that feels like she's already admitting to being like, I want to go, but you should ask me more passionately. I want more passion from you. So like, I feel like she already lost at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so while they're talking, uh, when does she, after she says that, Chica like jumps in. It's like, oh, hey, by the way, if that's a problem, I got these two other movies of this bird movie. It's not romantic. No problem with that. What do you guys think? And they just like short circuit because they they're doing so many calculations and so many factors of like, oh, if we go to the bird movie, we get this, and is it romantic? And, is it? and they're just overthinking everything to like the nth degree. Yeah, they're like, this is like a Pixar movie. We can't get romantic in a children's fun cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, mm, we haven't been to the movies together. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm, oh, no. Oh, oh. Brendan. <laughs> hey, we saw Cats, and you, you didn't get horny there, so I doubt you're getting horny. <laughs> I am horny. Hey, I mean, like, Angry Birds, the movie, just, like, gets, me, gets my gears going. I don't want, no. <laughs> <laughs> that triangle. That triangle. Ooh. Ooh, got that Dorito shake. <laughs> uh, um, so, because they like short circuit, like trying to think of like all the possibilities, they expend so much energy just thinking within these like nanoseconds of time that they uh, they crave sugar to re-energize themselves. So, but the only food in the room or within arm's reach, is a single steamed bun sitting in the middle of the table, which is weird. So they both go diving for it to try and eat it first to regain energy to continue the calculations to continue if they're going to ask each other on a date or not. And then Chica just snags the steamed bun and walks out. It's like, all right, I'm late for class. See you guys. And I was like, ah, now I get why everyone likes Chica. She's the <laughs> best. 
She's such a... The only good character on this show. <laughs> she breath, fixed it. Breath of fresh air. Uh, so she snagged the food, and then we get like a little slate saying, like, the battle of the day, and they both lost, because they never came with a strategy, and they both ran out of steam. So then we cut to the next day. Kaguya gets a letter in her locker, uh, asking her out by some, you know, anonymous uh, admirer. And this starts freaking out Miyuki. He's like, oh, I got another man moving on my territory, even though it's not my territory, because then I'd lose if I claimed it as territory. <laughs> so he's imagining, uh, he's trying to think of, like, what guy could leave a note for her who thinks he's good enough for her. He's probably just some dumb, slob, peasant person who's not good enough. He's just as, like, uh, unnoticeable as, like, a weed. And then we get this little, like, caricature of, like, Mr. Weed, like, pop up, like, hey, Goggy, you want to go out hey. on a date? <laughs> I'm Mr. sorry, there are Wee. two good characters in this show. <laughs> Mr. Wee. Love him. I love that Miki later like imagines them in like the hallway and it's Mr. Weed, but he's in a school uniform. I was like, God, what a good character. <laughs> <laughs> just look at his design. It's so good. It's perfect. Oh, uh, the like, new My Hero Academia class is so good. <laughs> Mr. Weed. His powers have nothing to do with plants. <laughs> Actually, he shoots fireballs, which you think would not be good for him. <laughs> be counterintuitive. for that boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a gardening service back in Pennsylvania my parents use called Weed Man, which is very different out here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, turns out this is all a trick to get Miyuki to try and stop her from going on a date and in- inadvertently admitting his feelings for her by saying like, no, you can't date him, you have to date me. So I think Kaguya wrote herself the letter is that what it's implying because I, I, I don't think we ever hard find to tell. out i don't yeah i don't think she did okay but she's using it as like leverage. Yeah. okay yeah she does set up a lot of situations but i don't think we got confirmation if she set this one up yeah yeah because we do see in later episodes like these two characters are like popular in the school like people do like them and stuff and uh would ask them out before and stuff so not out of the realm of possibility for someone else to be an admirer uh so he says, uh, like, oh, you can't go out on a date with, like, some random stranger through a letter. It'll ruin the student council's reputation with such illicit affairs. He's like, you know oh. what? To make sure this is all above the board, prim and proper, I'm going to run it by a teacher. And she's like, ah, oh, narc. Oh. Fucking tattletale. Adults <laughs> in a high school anime? No. Never. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> Unless someone has a crush on the teacher, in which case, Some. fully. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, the teacher has a crush on the student. Oh, yeah, there's a few no, of those. Thank you. No. <laughs> and uh, Kagi says, like, well, if it's true love, I'll risk any punishment. I'll risk expulsion for true love. It's like, yo, it's like one date, chill. And <laughs> Miyuki says, like, well, maybe if he confesses his love. Maybe he'll confess his feelings for the sake of argument. And she's like, oh, he's going to confess his feelings. And she's like, well, maybe you should just to see. Let me just play devil's advocate, he says. Yeah. Never a good sign. Never a good no. starting point. No. <laughs> and uh, he says, like, he calls her out saying, like, oh, well, if, you're, uh, if your true love is swayed so easily that you might hear someone else's confession of love over this person's confession of love, it must not be true love. Because you want to hear my side of the argument rather than just being true to the, your secret admirer right off the bat. And uh, she gets, like, all huffy because he calls her out and, like, catches her in her fuck-up, I guess. 
Uh, so she goes to leave, and Chica starts, like, freaking out, like, crying over her. Like, no, don't leave, don't abandon the castle. And, like, kind of confessing her love to Kaguya. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, jokingly and, like, all over the top. So she gets her to stop. She stops her from leaving. But, uh, yeah, we get the end slate saying Kaguya lost the battle that day. So, and then we cut to the next day. And they're walking uh, through the campus. And they see a couple feeding each other, like, giving each other a snack. And uh, when they get back to the classroom, Kaguya starts, like, ranting a bit, saying, like, it's so improper and indecent to be showing public displays of affection at school, at this school, in my country, never. <laughs> and Are you married? I didn't think so. This I, is a religious married institution. married people can do that. I don't see a promise ring. You're not the Jonas Brothers. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And then we see uh, Miyuki, he breaks out his lunch. He's like, well, they're eating, you know, they're feeding each other around lunchtime. I'm hungry. I'm going to whip out my lunch. Um, my grandpa lives in the countryside, and he just sent us a shitload of vegetables because he had, like, good, like, harvest. So we see him put down the lunch and open up his, like, bento box of uh, food. And then we get, like, a little, like, caricature of his grandparents. And just like, hi, Miyuki. I was like, oh. I love that. Little standing <laughs> off to the side. Just like. Oh, my God. I realize with the show, there's so many just, like, little things, like, that you, like, it, you know, too quick, you won't catch them. But it's like, those are my favorite parts. Yeah. Mm. Um. So we just see them, like, waving at him as he opens his lunch. And then uh, as he does, Kaguya's in all of his lunch because it's one of those, like, it's simple but beautiful. Like launches. Well, I feel like I feel like the thing too. I feel this is like I feel this is relatable. Mm-hmm. Is like when you like have a certain kind of lunch all the time, and in her case, it's like very like Posh. it's healthy. It's like she's rich, so like she has chefs preparing it for her. Yeah. But he has processed foods. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, delicious. I want that. Yeah, like I. I never had a cosmic brownie in my lunch. Mm-hmm. And anytime I saw anyone else with a cosmic brownie, I was like, they're living the life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel Dream. like this is just that moment. Oh, I was a cosmic brownie king. <laughs> oh. king. If I wanted Lucky. to trade, I could have anything. <laughs> I ruled wow. the cafeteria. I had all yeah. the resources. <laughs> I never even got dessert. I had peanut butter and jelly and goldfish pretty much every day. Uh-huh. Ooh. I just slapped a $10 bill at the snack bar at the cafeteria. I was like, fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bags of baked hot Cheetos, please. Get two chocolate was, two chocolate chip was, cookies and a soft pretzel. Ooh, <laughs> so good. Mm. I was on the wrestling team and had to maintain weight, so I'd have like two sandwiches and a bunch of bullshit, and it was great. <laughs> wow. I stopped wrestling and never readjusted my lunch, and that's why I'm fat today. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, I, I saw it as Kaguya saying, like, oh, his lunch was made with love, like, from his parents, and, like, that's why she was so enamored. Um, because we see it, and, like, it does look good. I checked it off for the delicious cartoon food. But, of course, we got the other staple, which is little hot, uh, hot dogs made into octopuses. Octopus weenies! <laughs> so, it's just one of those staples of, like, oh, it just looks so good, like a good mom lunch. Um, so. Something made with love and not... Money! <laughs> money! Oh, I uh, crave love. Money, please! <laughs> so she sees that. She's like, oh, shit, I want in on that stuff. I want that good shit. And she's like, but I can't ask for it because then I'll be confessing my feelings. I'm like, I want, you know, something from your life, like, from your home and all that. She, you know, she goes into her reel uh, thinking about that. And then Chica just pops up and it's like, yo, octopus wieners, 
Let me in, brah. Give me some of that. <laughs> my dude. My dude. My nom dude. nom. Fill me up. And uh, Miyuki, uh, he's like, yeah, sure. You know, he gives her some of like, he gives her uh, octopus a hot dog. And then he gives her like, it was like cold rice, but then it was with like hot miso soup. And then the rice, I think, was cooked using green tea. Like that's how it was like steamed. So like they blend it like super well together. And uh, Chica's just like losing her mind of like, yo, this shit's tight. So good. <laughs> the, the more oh, I talk about yes. Chica, the, the more of a meme I'm turning her into. And, you know, I feel like she'd be fine with that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like loving his lunch. You know, they're sharing lunches. And uh, Kagi is just losing her mind because she's like, I want that. Why can't that be me? And uh, God, I wish that was <laughs> <laughs> And in her head, she's like, Chica's dead to me. You're no longer <laughs> friends. Cracked me up. <laughs> it's so funny to me. And the whole time she's looking at them, she's got like this like deadpan, like disgusted face of like, how dare you betray me? Our friendship. <laughs> and Miyuki sees that and sees her face and she's like, and he's like, she's looking down on my lunch. She thinks she's better than my lunch. I'll prove her wrong. And he starts just like sharing more with uh, Chika. So then we cut to the next day and Kaguya comes in with just this, just tackle box full of food of like just a full ass lobster and all this other stuff but it's you know the rich chefs or you know the rich family paid the chefs to make it so it's just kind of hollow and uh chica remarks about like how they're just talking casually talking about just like oh octopus wieners are the best i was like we can say hot dogs just for confusion's sake but okay Ooh, shout out to octopus wieners uh So you're just talking about like, oh man, like a simple lunch like made with love is just like the best thing, better than anything else in the world. Better than Kaguya's big, dumb, expensive lunch. Like basically <laughs> the mood they're trying to get across. Like they're not saying it, but Kaguya feels that way. Uh, so she's annoyed. She starts pushing her lunch more of like, oh, Miyori, don't you love oysters? Rockefeller with some champagne and just, you know, just super rich la-di-da food. And uh, he thinks she's trying to pity him. Because saying his lunch is so poor that she can afford this high-end stuff. So he refuses to trade lunches with her or, like, share share food. She's like, man, I just want that octo-weenie. And, please. Uh, please. Please feed me the hot dog. And uh, I need it. it. It'll keep me alive. Please. <laughs> it sustains me. <laughs> and uh, she asks Chica about her lunch. She's like, all right, well, what do you got, Chica? She's like, oh, Miyuki was cool enough to make me a lunch when he made his. He's like, yeah, if you're making one lunch, like, Two lunches isn't anything, so like it was super easy to make. And she just, she just like slams her head, uh, Kaguya slams her head into the table, <laughs> like out of like depression. Just like Boof. the weight of it was like it was so different than any other moment like that I've seen so in fast. anime. Like it felt heavy yeah. the way that she slammed her head down. And she gets like, Jesus, you okay? Like Christ, what happened? <laughs> like you know, concerned about her because she hit her head so hard. Uh, and then uh, after um, Yuki sees that, he, like, starts, like, second-guessing everything and kind of gets freaked out. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just cram this lunch and bolt and get the fuck out of here. Uh, so he just, like, runs off. And uh, Chika sees Kaguya, like, super sad. And she offers her uh, octopus hot dog because she's a friend. And Kaguya apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry what I thought about you earlier. Like, thinking you weren't human. She's like, I am human. What did you think I was before? Like, what were you thinking about me? Because <laughs> it was all in her head, so she never even heard any of it. And uh, 
So Kaguya's uh, depressed, but she technically wins because Miyuki ran off, so she won that battle, but it feels, it feels like a loss for her. And uh, then at the very end, we don't get an ending. We get an ending in other episodes, but we don't get an ending in this one. So the credits are playing over a scene of uh, Kaguya being undressed by her maid because just super fritch, super snazzy, snazzy. Mm, I'm mixing up words today. Snazzy, rich, <laughs> fancy, just all that. Snafsky. And uh, she's being undressed <laughs> by the maid, and she's kind of just lamenting about the day. And the maid kind of asks her, it's like, well, if someone else were to come up to Miyuki and confess their feelings to him, would you actually confess your feelings? Like, how far are you willing to go to not confess your feelings? So much that you'd risk losing him to someone else. And uh, Kagi's kind of reluctant. She's like, no, like, if it came to that, like, of course I'd have to confess my feelings, not to lose them. But, like, that's an extreme situation. And then we get a little glint in, like, the maid's eye of, like, hmm. So I feel like she's going to play a bigger part in later episodes that we haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. not in these three. Nope. Nope. And Servant, out of my, uh, out of my line of sight. <laughs> Take my <laughs> undergarment and be gone with you. And, uh, yeah, that's episode one. All right. I'm going to pick up the pace because these next two episodes are basically the same. So, uh, yeah, we start out literally with, like, the same five minutes of the opening of, like, uh, loves a war. Ha ha. Opening credits. Oh, uh, she's rich and he's smart and they're the student council. But, uh, they're at an assembly now, so it's sort of new information. Um... So yeah, uh, we go to them in their student council office. Uh, the, uh, uh, Miyuki has gotten a new phone and, uh, he's super cheap. So this is like a big step for him. He had like a, this is his first smartphone. He had like an old flip phone forever cause he's frugal. Uh, but he finally gave in and he's like, ah, I can use the line app cause that's, that's how all the cool teens are talking these days. Well, They're that's actually, Facebook. it's, is that real? <laughs> line, line is like a big thing in Japan. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah. it was a real, it's like, it's like WhatsApp. Mm, like okay. a lot of people with iPhones use that. None of us do because we're all Android users. I just <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Eyes can eat my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, you turtleneck fuck. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was just a generic like it's an app name. I didn't know it was a real one. I thought it was gonna turn them into magical girls like Yuki Yuna. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, uh, the big conflict here is uh, who's gonna ask the other person for their phone number slash their uh, profile for uh, Line app. Get that digits. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he's too proud to ask for her number, of course. And uh, this was all her idea because she planted people like on his route with like cool new phones. So he would want to finally give in and buy a smartphone. Uh, so uh, the the big ploy here is since neither of them wants to ask, he makes his profile picture a very cute photo of him as a child <laughs> and uh he's uh showing chica and being like oh yeah but mm, uh i think i'm gonna change it it'll only be up for like three minutes so uh Kaguya very specific is like, amount oh. of time yeah <laughs> it's like oh fuck i want to see him as a little baby. 
Let me get that baby pig. Got cute chubby cheeks. I'm guessing, please. I gotta get that cuteness. Uh, so uh, we get. Um, I feel like this could be used in many situations, and she just saved it for this one for whatever reason. But she has a a, a bottle of that stuff that makes you cry that like actors use uh, acid. Mm-hmm. Yes, just uh, you know, battery acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah battery acid. You uh, you put into a, a Tupperware. Um, <laughs> so uh, she puts it up to her eyes and she pretends she's crying and she's like, "Oh, I just feel so left out." <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, this is her ploy because. Uh, uh, oh, now that a woman is crying, of course he'll do whatever she says. My man's on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll, uh, here, here's this, here's this photo, just please, please chill. Uh, and it's a cute little photo of him as a little babu holding a snake. It's cute. Gee. <laughs> uh, and, of course, in that two seconds that, uh, she flashes it to him, she's like, Ah, fuck you. I memorized your profile. I'm gonna find you now. I can find you, but I didn't have to ask. Haha, <laughs> I win. You Fucking fool. idiot. Idiot loser. I'm gonna send you so many poke requests. You wanna. You wanna. I'm gonna poke you so hard. <laughs> oh. Some Farmville. Oh, Tetris Jesus. Friends. Ugh. Was it Mafia Wars? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think that. I was like, my mafia? No, that's not it. My little mafia? My little mafia. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, she's like, haha, got you. And then she pulls out her phone, but Just a she brick. also has an old phone, a, an old classic Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Chica's like, oh yeah, um, you can't get line app on that. It's too old. <laughs> it's super dated. And Miyuki's like, like uh, you uh, fucking rich kid, why are you doing this? <laughs> You're rich, you can afford any phone you want. Buy a phone, buy a gold-plated phone. <laughs> buy Steve Jobs' old phone. Hire someone to dig it up from his grave. <laughs> Make- he was buried with the first iteration of the iPhone. <laughs> Make yeah. a phone out of his bones. <laughs> yeah, the bone Oh my phone. god. That'd be metal as shit. <laughs> But I think this is funny, too, because it shows that she's, like, out of touch. Yeah, she's, like... Like, she doesn't have real friends <laughs> or people to tell her. Oh, yeah, I guess she would... Things like that. She would have to have used it if she communicated with anyone else using it, so yeah. 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 That's a good point. So, uh, yeah, she, she has no friends, fucking loser. She says Big loser. <laughs> she says she has sentimental value to it. She's like, I've had it since kindergarten. I was like, what fucking parent gives a kindergartner a cell phone? Someone with trillions of dollars. I get it's just like Fair. that's just asking for trouble. <laughs> if you need to call daddy to hire your nanny. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you have trouble at school and you need me to buy it and fire everyone inside. Please, this boy has taken all the blocks. I need to buy him from him. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Raise his family household to the ground. Destroy his bloodline. Wipe it from the earth. <laughs> Frame him for murder, even though he's six. <laughs> Uh, I do like that Chica is like the good balance between these two because there's one line where he says asking contact information of the opposite sex is as good as confessing your love for them. And then immediately after like the narrator, I think Miyuki says it in his head, Chica just like pops up and is like, hey Miyuki, can I get your contact information? He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. 
And just like <laughs> clearly showing that these two are overthinking everything, but then everyone else is just like moving right along. Like it's yeah. life. And Chica's like the yeah. good balance for that. I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so uh that that's that segment. Cool, great, fun. Um <laughs> Next. so we go back to them in the same room, because 90% of this is in one room. Very <laughs> exciting. Um, it's a club. So uh, they're talking about, oh, it's cold, it's winter, it's it's uh, 14 degrees Celsius out. I, as an American, know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> they are looking forward to uh, uh, having a student council uh, summer trip. Uh, so they're they're starting to plan ahead and think of what they want to do. Uh, so, uh, Miyuki is like, ooh, a nice trip to the mountains. And in his head, he's like, ooh, we're gonna stargaze, and she's gonna fall in love with me, and we'll hike in the woods, and lovey-dovey, (laughs) lovey-dovey. And Chica will also be there. Yeah, Chica's also there. Chica will watch, hold our clothes (laughs) while we're off fucking. Chica's into that. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Chica's supportive, even in some unfortunate positions. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I do uh, like that he like fantasizes of them like stargazing and Kagi confesses like I want to be your Alpha Centauri to your like n- oh, what was it like g- g- Galaxy oh, Nebula or something. It was like constellations. I was like god, even in his head he's a nerd. Like yeah. even in the like <laughs> fantasy romance it's nerdy as shit. Yeah, and he still has like a fucking superiority complex about this perfect romance. And he's like, "Ah, yeah. oh, you revolve <laughs> around me, baby. Smooch smooch." <laughs> Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, she also wants to go to the mountains, and there's no conflict in this one. This is great. It's a super simple anime. It's laid back camp. Yeah, they agree wow. and they fall in love. <laughs> uh, no, she wants to go. And to show's see. over forever. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> They're done. Goodbye. Next week. Um, uh, sorry, my computer just went black. There we go. Okay. Beach. Uh, so, uh, she wants to go to the sea. And of course, uh, she's fantasizing about, oh, he'll see me in a bikini and he'll fall in love and we'll make love by the ocean <laughs> and a crab will braid my hair when he's going down on me. <laughs> no, stop. Hey, oh Dugan? my God. <laughs> hey, Dugan, I'm never going to the beach with you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, she's fantasizing about that, and he's like, holy shit, I can't swim, we can't do this, no, panic! Oh, uh, so he's he's trying to uh, say all the problems of the beach, but she's like, oh, I'm rich, we'll, uh, we'll have a shark hunter there <laughs> on my private island, and uh, the, we'll have a skincare technician so he won't get burned. She, she uh, says, I got a first-class hunter, like implying shark hunter, from Florida. Yo, I want to watch that anime. <laughs> Florida Man the Shark Hunter in Japan. Uh, so, Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's uh, shooting everything down and also starting to uh, talk about why the mountains suck, because there's bugs and the weather's unpredictable and it's it could still be cold at night and... Uh, he also is so afraid of bugs that he's like, oh, wait, yeah, the mountains fucking suck. I want to go to a beach. I'd rather drown than see bugs. Yeah, uh, I'll just hang out on the (laughs) sand. He's like, fine, you win. Uh, So they agree to go to the beach, and Chica's like, 
ooh, I, I, I outgrew my old bathing suit. I gotta get a new one. And then she's like, fuck. Titties. She's got them titties. Damn titties. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna fill out a bathing suit compared to her. Uh, she's, she's dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's dummy thick, mom. <laughs> and I'm just dummy. I'm just dummy. <laughs> I'm money thick, not dummy thick. <laughs> <laughs> my my ass ain't thick; it's just my wallet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's uh, she immediately is like, "Oh, we can't go to the beach because uh, 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 she's gonna blow me out of the water with how beautiful she's gonna be, and I I have body image issues that we should unpack, but we're not gonna." No. Um, so we are uh, now with them reversed. Uh, uh, Kaguya is like, oh, we gotta go to the mountains, and, uh, Miyuki's like, oh, we gotta go to the beach. Uh, so they leave it to, uh, Chika to decide, and she picks the mountains. Uh, but she wants to go to, uh, Mount Osore, which apparently is, like, a big spiritual, uh, like, dark, windy place where you're, like, in touch with the... Uh, afterworld and the ghosts and all that. So she wants to do like seances and spooky, uh, spooky Hell, Halloween. Yeah, shit, <laughs> which does sound incredible. Yeah, Chica's a freak, and I love it. <laughs> Can we go to uh, Bloodborne Mountain? <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> uh, Get the butcher's but, blade already. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're like, okay, fine, no one wins. We're not, no one's having a sexy time there. Um, yeah, I, I think, well. I think the end, <laughs> the ghost star, uh, I think like the end slate thing says like, uh, you know, the today's battle is like a wash because everyone's a little scared of Chica now. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh, two quick questions for bingo cards though. Uh, did this count as a beach episode? Because we did no. see some beach stuff. No. I would say no. Technically, yeah. it's not. I would okay. say no since it doesn't take place at the beach. They're just thinking about it. They're just daydreaming about it? Yeah. Okay. But to be fair, they are thinking about most of what happens in the show. That's true. <laughs> uh, and two, they said in the first episode Miyuki was new to the school. Like, he, like, uh, recently got there. So does he count mm. as a transfer student? I don't hmm. think so, because uh, we don't get the uh, class. We have a stu- new student today. So okay. he's like, yes, he's new, but new as of that year. He's not, uh, we don't see him on his first day, like, every yeah. other. Yeah, he's still got a reputation. Like, he's his reputation isn't that he is the transfer student, you know? He's not, yeah, he's like, not the not new kid. That's not his character. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, last section we have... Uh, a boy comes in and asks Miyuki for romance advice uh, because he's like, "Oh, all these rumors that you're you're fucking twenty four seven. You're you're just a steam powered fuck machine." And uh, he's like, "Oh no, no one can know this because it's so unobvious to everyone." But I'm a virgin. It's like, dun, dun, oh, "Wow, dun. you're blowing my mind there, there, Chad." <laughs> who has seen that coming? Um, so yeah, um, he uh, takes this boy under his wing, takes him into the office, and ha- gives him a good, uh, good uh, romance uh, advice session. Uh, so uh, he goes in, basically this uh, wow, innovative storyline. Uh, this boy thinks a girl likes him. But cool, 
and he <laughs> likes her. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Duh. Good good stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, so he's like, oh, the hints, uh, she gave me chocolate on Valentine's Day, and and they're like, oh, what kind of chocolate? He's like, oh, just like three little chocolate balls processed. They're like, oh, that's, that's obligatory chocolate. And at this point, uh, we have Kaguya, uh, standing outside the door, peering in, just watching, eavesdropping, and she's also like, yeah, that, that's... That's a, a pat on the head uh, for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, but uh, uh, Miyuki's like, oh, no, she's being coy. She wants to bone down, my dude. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> she's trying to uh, throw you off the scent because I know nothing about romance. Plan um, Ha-ha. <laughs> ooh. Um, so uh, uh She's overhearing this and being like, ah, oh, he's a fucking idiot. Cool, but <laughs> great. Yeah, she definitely is not into him. Um, so, uh, we also hear that, uh, this, uh, <laughs> very clearly this girl, uh, we get a little flashback, goes up to this boy and is like, hey, do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, um, no, what are you implying? And then she turns to her friends and is like, hey, this fucking loser doesn't have a girlfriend. Fucking <laughs> dork ass bitch. Um, so yeah, uh, pretty clear uh, she is not into him. But uh, of course, uh, she uh, uh, Miyuki's still saying, oh no, she's playing coy. She was she was gathering intelligence because uh, uh, you you're so popular that uh, she's. Uh, trying to throw you off the scent, and all of this is code, and he goes back through the situation with, like, the hidden subtext of everyone fawning over him, and it was all a ploy to actually just see if he's single, and now there's four girls that like him. Uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, what a problem that I'm sure uh, Miyuki has all the time. Harems, am I right? Oh. Mm. So, um... So, of course, uh, Kaguya, still eavesdropping, is like, you fucking idiot, no. <laughs> no dumbass idiot. Not. You suck at this. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, then, uh, when he finally asks, okay, so how do I ask her out? Uh, uh, Miyuki demonstrates, uh, by, uh, doing the ultra, uh, uh, popular and not at all creepy and predatory thing <laughs> of, uh, he demonstrates against the door that, uh, she, uh, that, uh, Kaguya is eavesdropping against. Uh, so it's, it's unclear if he knows she's there at that point. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So, uh, he walks up, like, slams his hand on the door and is like, hey, baby, go out with me. I like you. And he's like, yeah, so the slam on the wall is going to get her adrenaline up, and she's going to be so relieved you're not attacking her, she's going <laughs> to go out with you. Great plan. Good, good well, stuff. This is like, the wall slam thing, it's like a, it's like a thing in, like, yaoi, mostly. Mm -hmm. And, like, it kind of became a meme, like, people in Japan would, like, post videos of them doing it. Yeah, I've seen To those. their friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, like, a, I don't know. I, I mean, it is gross, like, in this context. Yeah, in this context, gross, uh, because, uh, we see the boy actually does it, and it works, and it's like, ah, oh, fucking great, cool. Encouraging cool. that. I always um, took it as, like, the, like, delinquent, the Danny Zuko of anime yeah. going up and, like, being the tough guy, being, being like, I'm tough and, like, rebel and I do my own thing, but I'm into you. And, like, 
you know, it, it's like that. That's how I always saw it. Yeah, I think I think his explanation is the real problem. Here. Yeah, because <laughs> like it it is supposed to be like a bad boy thing, but it's like yeah. So you slam your hand <laughs> against the wall right next to her. Get ear, her so she real goes, scared. Yeah, intimidated. You throw a flashbang into the hallway. <laughs> you startle her, and then you pin her against the wall so she can't escape. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it's like, yeah. Mm, no, no, no. Nah, dude. But uh, once again, this is why most animes are in high school, because these kids are dumb and cause their own problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was really struggling with the sort of, like, it's always sunny aspect of, you're supposed to hate these dipshits. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they're terrible, but that's on purpose, and that's the joke. And uh, I just kept bumping up against that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so... uh. Of course, uh, 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 Kaguya is all flustered because he basically did this just on the other side of the wall, and she's all like, oh, he says he has me out, does he know I'm here, oh! Um, and then finally, uh, the boy is like, oh, well, uh, you and Kaguya are such a cute couple because you're dating, right? 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 And he's like, oh, no, she's so pompous and rich and all that, I hate her. But actually, it's fantastic. I love her. She's good. She's great. I I really appreciate her. Because he uh, sees her hair sticking out through the doorway. So he catches <laughs> himself and he's like, let me plant the seeds. Let me <laughs> let me plant the seeds. Let me backpedal here. I, it's not me admitting it publicly because she's eavesdropping and she can't admit it. Ha ha ha. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we see that boy asks girl out and she reluctantly says yes. Cool, great, fun. And that's where we end episode two. Lit. Um, so, in episode three, we start again in the student council room. And... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, There's an inappropriate magazine that the principal confiscated from someone. Smut. Uh, I can't tell if it's... Supposed to be like smut, or if it's supposed to be just like a teen magazine. I was like, I think it's supposed to be like a cos. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was. It was like, yeah, you know, yeah, salacious, but not just full on porn. Yeah, but so Chica picks it up, opens to a page, and she's like scandalized by it. <laughs> it's too crude. And then Miyuki, <laughs> this part was fucking buck wild, <laughs> zero to one hundred. Miyuki was just like, "What could it be? <gasps> Nudity with pubic hair." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, as soon as he, I was like, "Wow, we found out a lot about Miyuki in that one sentence there." <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. I was like, hello? What? I mean, uh, Japan. You know, the first thing a high school boy always wants to see is pews. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you find those hustlers the in the woods. Maturity. You find those hustlers in the woods, and it's just like from the 70s, so just like a lot of bush. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he found it on his grandpa's farm. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you um, find it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so in the magazine, there's a survey of when people had their quote first time, and 34% said that it was in high school. <gasps> and they're like, oh, if like if that statistic is true, then there's a chance that like one of the three of us has already had their first time. Uh, and then Miyuki and Chika are just like, oh yeah, well it's just because of like the people that they surveyed, you know, like sample selection bias. And I was just like, I know about that. <laughs> I learned about that in my sociology class. I'm smart. I'm a good noodle. <laughs> yeah, and also because of like social desirability, and people want to say that they've done things like that earlier in life because it makes them seem cooler. But that's not what this is about. No. Anyway, <laughs> that's too smart for this show. 
<laughs> um, but then Kaguya is like, no, I think I think that sounds about right. My first time was a long time ago. What? And they're uh, all just uh, like, huh. and then we see Miyuki reading the phone book to distract himself. He's like, hey, look at that. The area code for the town over is 713. Isn't that neat? How, How weird. How I'm, I'm not intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Kaguya is like, she has this thought process where she's like, oh, well, if Miyuki is stressing about falling behind socially, maybe he'll ask her out, like, by default. So she pokes fun at him and she's like, hey, do you have a girlfriend? And he's like, no, I don't. And in his head, he's like, I've never had a romantic experience in my life. (laughs) But a lot of girls do like him, but no one that he's liked. So he has like, he's also really confident in himself because so many girls like him. So he has a skewed perception of himself, which in the show, they say makes him a twisted monster virgin. (laughs) Which we know is an incel. <laughs> Codename. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he would get, like, gifts from other girls, like, in his locker, like, chocolates. But then, like, the chocolate was full of hair. And yeah, then, like, the one explode. I was like, oh. Do you guys see Midsummer? No. I don't want to <laughs> Okay, <now>. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's a good movie. <laughs> Have um, you seen The Help? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. But I have seen that scene, and it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> um... And then she she gets bold and just straight up asks him if he's a virgin. And he, like, thinks it through and he's like, should I lie? No, because she'll just see through me. So he kind of says something vaguely and flirty. Like, he's like, oh, like, ask me directly. And I'm just like, she did. But. <laughs> she just did. Well, it was something like, have you had a girlfriend? And he's like, uh, uh. It not in, not in a long time, or I forget the actual phrasing, but yeah. like it technically is true. saying no, but it also leaves wiggle room on if it never happened or it's just been a while. So like mm. it, it's that wiggle room of I answered your question, just I I also asked more questions. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, and then it's at this point Kaguya is like. Well, you have a little sister, right? Like, surely you've done it with your little sister. What? I did it with my baby nephew. It was videotaped. <gasps> and it's at this point you're like, oh, okay, she's not talking about yeah. this. <laughs> she's like, oh. She doesn't know what this is. Um, And then she asks about Chica and her dog. Like, she must be doing it with her dog. And Chica's like, ah, what? Yeah, yeah. Pervert. <laughs> Unclean. Yeah, Miyuki. Um, Miyuki asks, he's like, you're dealing with your dog? She's like, what? No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then Miyuki at this point is like, Kaguya, do you know what the magazine means by first time? And she's like, of course I do. Kissing. (laughs) Oh, Um, honey. And then we find out this was interesting, too. This is like an interesting plot point that would be fun to dive into, but it so won't because it's a comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, Her, her, the beginning and end of her sex education is kissing. Like, I didn't write down what the whiteboard said, but it's it said something quick. about, like, yeah, it said something about, like, you get married and then you kiss kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Chica and Miyuki are standing there and Chica, like, puts her hand up and she's like, I'll take this one. <laughs> take one for the team. And she goes was, over to her. This was the only moment that actually got a laugh out of me of just Chica being like, I got this. I got this. Yeah. I handle this. Um, and she just, like, bends down, and she, like, says in, like, really simple, like, she's just like, and then he puts it in, and then they start moving, 
And then it says like 16 minutes later and Kaguya is like blushing and crying. <laughs> I like that one of the like words we catch from Chica are like beast. <laughs> yeah, like beasts. Like animals. <laughs> Because uh, um, they're like also the talking them, about, like, it's illegal. You can't do it before you're married. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> Sweet summer children. And just, like, <laughs> yeah, like, the three of them are just having, like, separate mental breakdowns about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then we get to, like, the next part, um, and it's nighttime. And uh, it's just Miyuki and Kaguya in the student council room. And Miyuki remarks that he thinks Kaguya has kind of mellowed out since they've met. And she says, like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to be, like, more likable. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting effort into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Miyuki is like, I think I know you pretty well by now. And she's like, hmm, let's test that. Let's play 20 questions. And in my mind, I was like, oh, fuck boy, 20 questions. <laughs> like, what's your favorite color? Yellow. You a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but she's like, if you know me so well, you can guess what I'm thinking in only 10 questions. Um, so he like takes the challenge uh, and he just starts asking her questions. And it's got like the same silly intensity of the rest of the show where they're like competing, whatever. Um, and he asks like, if she's touched it today, does she own it? Um, and then he says, is it something you like? And she blushes, blushes and she's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, it's me. It's gotta be me. It's gotta be me. Please let it be me. Um, <laughs> and so he, he's like freaking out and it's his last question. And he's like, is it, is it someone who is extremely intelligent and good looking? And all of this like really complimentary stuff of, that he thinks about himself. Like sculpted eyes. and defined eyes. Yeah, yeah defined eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she like doesn't answer. Um, and he's like really convinced it's him. And he's like, oh, it's a roundabout confession. And he's really excited, but also really nervous. So instead of guessing out loud that it's him, he's like, is it a dog and she's just like yes and then she drops the piece of paper and you see that she's written on it the name of chica's dog <laughs> shit he got um it. yeah and he was he mean he does understand her mm. proves it that they both overthink things too much <laughs> and they know that about each other um and then it's the last portion uh and we see kaguya being driven to school because she's rich and then one day, there's a cat stuck in the car's engine. Oh, buddy. So, um... It's alive. Yeah, it's just... Little thing. It doesn't want to get out of there. Yeah. Just to be clear. Um, <laughs> so, to the driver, rights. she's like... <laughs> it's Oscar the Grouch, but as a cat. Meow! Um, she's like, oh, I'll just walk to school. Because um, she really wants to. It's, it's, it's an experience she's never had. So, she wants to. Um, and the driver's like, oh, well, your maid should go with you. And she's like, her maid's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then she, like, winks at wink, her. Kaguya wink. winks at her. And she's like, ah, no, <laughs> she can go by herself. It's fine. Ah, uh, finally, we can hang out one-on-one -on -one as friends. Uh, uh never yes, mind. Lord. I have, have to do your laundry. Uh, back no, to back to I the laundry dungeon. I didn't see it that way. <laughs> back to the mines. She just knows. She truly understands Kaguya. And she knows that she wanted to walk by herself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah, she's she's uh she's on her way, and she's like, oh well, Miyuki usually takes his bike to school, 
So I'll wait on the bridge on the street that he's usually on and we'll go in together. And then <laughs> she sees a crying kid at a crosswalk and she like looks at her and then is like, well, if I don't hurry, I'll miss him. Oh, well. Walks away. <laughs> I was really, I mean, I knew that she was going to go back, but God, I wish that she didn't. <laughs> Sucks to be that kid. Moving on. Yeah. Um, but she does go back and she's like, hey, like, what's going on? And the little girl is like, oh, I'm, I'm too afraid to cross the street by myself. So Kaguya walks her across. And when she tries to leave, the little girl is like, mm, please, there's lots of crosswalks <laughs> on my way to school. It's far. Um, so she walks her to school. And uh, the little girl explains that her friend usually goes with her, but because they're in sixth grade now, uh, her friend thinks it's too childish to walk to school in groups. Um, And she, like, bursts out crying again, and Kaguya kind of consoles her. Um, And then she sees her friend, and they they walk off together. Because I think her friend also kind of regretted not walking to school together. Yeah. I like, yeah, this was sweet. Uh, one scene I really like is uh, when she's talking about her friend. She says, like, oh, my friend's a uh, Yeti. She's like, your friend was with an do- uh, abominable snowman? It's like, no, it's like her <laughs> nickname. Her name's this, but, like, we call her Yeti. And then in that scene for, like, two or three frames, in the very left, you can see uh, a Yeti walking across the street. <laughs> oh, man. That. That's so good. So it's like the, like the grandparents. It's one of those, like, little details where it's like, ah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then Kaguya is like, where am I? Um, and then she finds her way back like to the main streets. And she's like, oh, I don't want them to know that I was late to school because then I'll never be able to do something like this again. Um, but at least she got to try it once. And she's staring wistfully off into the distance. <sighs> and then we see Miyugi just fuck, rushing fuck, fuck, fuck. up on his bike. <laughs> I'm so late. Um, and he uh, he's going to be late. Uh, they're both going to be late. And he's like, oh. What are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I was walking. And he was like, well, get on, because we both we can't both be late, because that sets a bad example. We're the student council. <laughs> we are gods. So so she hops on the back of his bike and he he rides, he takes a you know, takes her to school. That's the word. <laughs> it's a cute little moment. She's enjoying enjoying the wind through her hair. Yeah. And that's episode three. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh we didn't talk about the endings. The ending for episode two was like a World War One visual. I didn't watch either of the endings, honestly. Oh, uh, really? I watched. I watched some of this one. Yeah, the third one caught my eye because I was like, "Uh, what? What? What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was jarring for me because uh, there wasn't one for episode one. Episode two was like, a, like it was them in like World War One or something. So I was like, "Oh, neat," but like very different than I was expecting. Uh, and then yeah. yes, ending for episode three was uh, uh, Chica like dancing. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I've heard this song. I know this song. I was like, I know this because I've seen this, like, her taken out of the video and, like, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony are playing over top of it or, like, Snoop Dogg <laughs> or something. So, like, I've yeah. seen this. This is, like, the meme one. I was like, oh, okay, I know this. Yeah. But I was like, is the ending different for every episode? Like, that'd be interesting. I mean, they save so much goddamn money because they only have to animate <laughs> one room. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the Venom. Just so good. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Anyway. Anyway. That's how we feeling. Kaguya love is war. I like it a little better now that we talked about it. Um, I'm having a grumpy morning. I'll (laughs) I'll admit my bias. (laughs) But uh, yeah, just my initial watch through, I was like, 
Uh, it's just a bunch of spoiled rich kids being over-analytical and just being shitty to each other for, like, toxic relationship reasons of, like, holding the other person hostage. And it's like, uh, this isn't great. It isn't, like, a good... Uh, like, I, I feel like... Uh, I can't remember if this was on mic or off, but uh, Brendan said, like, this would work better if it was, like, uh, a Hitalia style of, like, five-minute episodes. Because mm. it's the same thing three times every episode. Yeah, um, there's clear, like, segments. Yeah. So, I... Because watching this, I was like, this works as, like, a sketch. You're drawing it out into a series. And this is too much. Um, yeah, it's kind of like they they tried to frame it like a Nichijo or an Azumanga Dio, but it's like not if they were if they were um more different like each segment <laughs> then I think it would be easier to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even take them because, out of the one yeah. room and like uh oh this is like cafeteria lunch like oh uh, who's going to sit next to who? Like uh like uh uh, they're they're too rich to take a bus, but like who uh, who saves the seat? Who does that? Like uh, yeah. you, there's so much variance that they're missing because they. I don't know if they just have the budget for one room because we see them outside in this last episode, and like they do change places yeah. occasionally, just not I've, most of the time. I think the club room is just an easy way to just have only the main characters in like a small contained room, and they could do whatever they want without you know someone seeing or something. So it's just a Convenient plot device, yeah. Uh, rather, rather yeah. than budgetary reasons. Mm-hmm. This this last part though in episode three was pretty refreshing, all things considered, because it's not in the school and it's also just Kaguya and she's not focused on Miyuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a nice change of pace. Yeah, we can see something developing with just her. Yeah, because we yeah. do get these little glimpses of them, like beyond just scheming over each other. Like, oh yeah, she has a very sheltered, very uh, like kind of fucked up childhood because uh she's a rich kid and has a superiority complex but she has no friends and doesn't know what sex is at like 16 and all that stuff it's yeah. like uh there's a lot going on here i feel like you're we're either just not getting to it at this point because they want a slower reveal on like hey we're two lonely messed up fucked up kids and we're gonna end up falling in love because we're good for each other uh, but now it's just uh, the, like, toxic combative aspects of falling in love, which I mm. don't like. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I'll say I got a uh, strong, uh, you might want to cover your ears, stupid for this. Kakegururi? Uh. But <laughs> I got strong vibes of that, especially with, like, the mind games. And uh, like you were saying, Deacon. Uh, Her black hair and red eyes. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, I guess that would work, too. Yeah. Um, and like you were saying, like, it's all mind games, so it's all, like, in their head, so they're not actually doing it much beyond just talking, but if there was more, like, physical elements to it, or if they were, like, doing, like, games or something, or somewhere else, like, besides than just in the student council room talking again, like, Mm -hmm. it's just the same puzzle or, like, competition over and over, it's just them, you know, uh, theorizing about different stuff over and over and over again, um, so that'd be more refreshing. I will say... I hated taking notes on this show. Yeah, this but I, <laughs> this was a chore. But but I didn't yeah. mind it. Like I didn't mind the show itself. Like I didn't hate the show. I hated taking notes on it though because well, it's I so think once analytical. You're like, once you realize that like all almost all of it is just kind of like useless. Yeah, yeah. Like my notes were so condensed because I didn't write 
most of it. Like, I was just like, I'm not going to write down every question he asks her. That's useless. Yeah. I was just writing down a lot of stuff like, he did this because he thinks she's going to do this because she thinks she's... Like, the reason he's doing this dumb thing is because, like, a train of logic. But it's just, like, eight steps to that train of logic. Yeah. Um, I was enjoying it, though. And, like, I could... I don't know if it's, like, hooking me. But, like, the third episode definitely was, I would say, the strongest because we see enough diversity in it and yeah not the same segment over and over again mm-hmm. um i love chica great character fantastic yeah. i think i think this was really fun because like and we taught we touched on it a little bit like throughout the episode but it is just like it's so absurd and it's just it is just the thought processes of like a lot of high school students mm. exaggerated and i just think it's so funny like i this had me laughing quite a bit i was just like oh my god what yeah there were some like moments that definitely got a good guffaw out of me um yeah. but like a- after we were done watching it i was like it's just death note because <laughs> it's th- that's what death note is there's not a ton of action in death note and that's why we have the infamous scene of him writing in his book and taking a chip and eating it and it's all like hyper but death note takes itself seriously. death note's so serious <laughs> but it is that still like same pacing where it's just like we don't have a ton to work with here so we're just gonna like you know that's why there's so many scenes of them thinking and there's crazy visuals going on in the background like math and all that stuff because it's like otherwise it's just you know two characters in a room talking for five minutes yeah mm. so yeah i feel like i feel like the ridiculousness uh wasn't over the top enough for me because like she had mm. all these plots on like ah, i stage people to convince him to buy a phone and yeah. i just wanted the wild antics of her just like very crazy ex-girlfriend stuff of oh yeah i uh i bought this party bus so we can uh go and be- spend time together and just mm-hmm. like these <laughs> wild extravagant excuses to just throw money at the problem and just uh just bankrupt yourself trying to <laughs> win this guy's heart yeah. yeah they kind of play up the like ah these two characters are both kind of dumb like and you know you kind of, like, are endeared to them because of, like, ah, oh, look at these two dumb kids trying to figure stuff out. But they do take themselves pretty seriously at times. Mm-hmm. But if it was more ridiculous of her, like, pleading to her gardener, like, you gotta go to the mall at this time, walk by this guy, talking loudly about how great your new phone is. He's like, what? No, why would I do it? Like, please! Like, if she's begging... <laughs> Here is $200. I, yeah, I'll just throw money at you. Like, if we saw that scene, I would have liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, less bad than i initially thought but still gonna be a no it's progress sure. though that's yeah. progress yeah. <laughs> yeah i i don't know how i i mean maybe there's more ridiculousness in in future episodes but like i i don't know if i'll watch more yeah. i think it's fun yeah. it was a good time i didn't mind it well so. for for next week we let, let's have some more fun let's <laughs> let's play some games let's play, let's play some me. board games <gasps> to determine your soul <gasps> Uh, oh. This is a recommendation oh. from Will Parsons. We're watching No Game, No Life. Oh, I've watched this. I've heard of it. I've never watched it. I know Will recommended it. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I got. That's good enough for us. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Uh, so, yeah, if you have a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us at our email, yet at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter and, Twitter and Instagram, are we there yet on both? 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. And real quick, I have something else to plug for once in my goddamn life. Oh boy. Uh, I'm working on a new podcast outside of this as well. Traitor. Uh, It's called the No Earbuds Podcast, and it's uh, music recommendations from a great music PR person, Jamie Coletta, who's good friends and a good person and knows all the good music. So we have... uh, uh, I hopped in on episode three, but uh, three episodes are out now. And listen to some new tunes. Ooh, new ditties. Very nice. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me at Twitter at ABTS Brendan, and it stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do and record in about an hour, so. <laughs> It's a big podcast, Dave. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Just tell people how you feel. It's much easier that way. It's so simple. There's a lot of drama you create yourself. <laughs> Bye, a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, a <I> lover. <love. laughs> <laughs>